You're listening to Investify, preaching financial independence and assisting investors to achieve a more flexible and free lifestyle through smart financial planning and real estate investing. If leaving the corporate world and jumping into this thriving industry is what you desire, tune in and listen to stories of like-minded individuals who made the leap to financial independence. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Invest to Friday with me, Allie Garced, or Allie the Agent on all social media. Today, I'm talking about checklists, aka systems and processes, which as a real estate agent, you hear this all the time, right? Really actually in any business, you hear this all the time. This person is successful because of systems and processes and it can become so overused and so far out where people are like, stop saying systems and processes and tell me what you mean by that. So today's episode is going to cover a 30,000 foot view of my systems and processes related to me being a real estate agent and how I've used these systems and processes to help out all the agents that join me at eXp. They get a copy of all of these checklists, all the canned emails, my whole real estate Bible, which is like a 200, over 200 pages worth of everything that I know about real estate sales. But today's going to be on buyer checklists, seller checklists, referral checklists. Now we're not going to go into the weeds of every single portion of every transaction, but Every portion of every transaction is covered in my checklist. And so if you're a real estate agent and you are looking for systems and processes that everyone's talking about, what do they mean? Systems and process, what do you mean? Because that's how I was in the beginning. Okay, stop saying systems and processes. Just tell me what you mean. (laughs) So uh, here I am telling you what that means. For me, in my business, I've done 85 transactions as a solo agent in the last two and a half years that I have been licensed. My first year of being licensed, I was still active duty Air Force. So I think that I've been doing pretty well. And now I'm able to transfer these checklists that I have created and fine-tuned and fixed along the way. I've given it all to my agents for free. There is no team split when you join me at eXp. So I wanted to share this with you guys, or at least just give you a glimpse. If you want more information, if you want these checklists, book a call with me or yeah, hit me up on Instagram, Allie the agent, A-L-I underscore the underscore agent. I'm more than happy to share with you. We'll jump on a call. We'll talk about if eXp is right for you because with eXp comes these checklists and I'm more than happy to share them with you. Let's start with buyers. And I want to give like an overview, right? We're not going to go totally in the weeds, but I use Trello and it's just a free project management app. I'm sure you guys have heard of it before. If not, it's a project management app. You can have it on your phone. You can have it on your desktop. So it's like on the go and it's free, by the way, it's free 99. And it's a way for you to really just have that organization because I really think that what, what kills a lot of agents is lack of organization. That's how they're not able to scale, not able to take on more clients. So this is how I've been doing a lot of transactions at one time. First, let me talk about how I use my Trello board overall. Before I dive into the checklist, I have a board called Pipeline. That's all of my sellers. That's all of my buyers. And then I have a whole nother board called Outbound Referrals because that's my biggest business right now. So if you are in or near a military installation, preferably an Air Force installation, please hit me up. I am always looking to partner with more solid real estate agents because majority of my business, 85% is outbound referrals. So I am, I really am looking to make sure that all Air Force bases, but Army too, 
really everyone, but specifically Air Force, that's my biggest sphere, is covered. If you're a rock star real estate agent, hit me up. I want to talk to you. So I have a whole board for referrals, right? Under referrals and under pipeline, I have those that are over a year out, between 12 and six months out, between three and six months out, ready to go hot buyers, ready to go hot sellers, ready to go hot referrals. And then I have home for sale or on the buying side, home buying. Then I have a whole nother column. You know, I just take them through the entire process. So home buying or listed for sale. And then we're under contract one week out from closing and then closed. And then I have a whole board of a column of closed of this year and then closed archive. So I use Trello for everything. Again, it's free. I just got used to it. And I also have a 200 step onboarding checklist for agents. So that way, whether they're experienced or brand new. And again, this was a a checklist that I created as I was going through it. Because I knew that once you become an agent, as for those agents out there, it is a fire hose. The MLS needs something. Your brokerage needs something. There's a meeting here. There's a meeting there. Which one comes of most importance to you? Talking to clients. So I have all of the admin stuff that obviously you need to do, but also what steps, what specific activities you need to do in order to start making money. Because otherwise you can sit at meetings all day. Does that make you money? No. What does make you money is setting appointments in the morning and going on appointments in the afternoon. But of course, I have a lot more specifics in the 200 step onboarding checklist. So it covers like LLC, it covers everything. But overall, I really like Trello as a project management system because now that I have those columns of timeline, how far are out are people from closing? At what point do, we, do I need to order the closing gift? Everything like that. Then within each like block under each column are all of the clients. So right there, you can have all the top notes of closing date, purchase price. What did the appraisal come in at? What are the next steps that I needed to do to make sure that I do not let slip? And the checklist covers... I think each, the home buyer checklist, the home seller checklist are each about 150 steps. Not every step will apply. But granted, my checklist majority are for Tucson or Arizona specific, the MLS here, but it's better to have it and not need it. So in case, I have a whole section just on what you need to do as a listing agent in case you have a 1031. One case, what you need to do as a buyer's agent in case you have a 1031 or it falls under every single step is taken care of all the paperwork. And it really has helped me so much. And man, I've had probably 80 calls, eight zero, and I'm like not even exaggerating, at least 80 calls with agents who want these checklists. And again, I'm giving it to them. I'm more than happy to give it to them. And I realized time and time again, that even though they say that they love their brokerage, and they love their broker because they're very helpful, I'm realizing that they're not getting the, the foundation of what it takes to start a real estate business. Without these checklists, you're waking up in the middle of the night saying, oh my gosh, did I ever submit the due diligence? With checklists in place, you no longer have to wake up in the middle of the night or think, oh my gosh, I forgot about this buyer needed this and I forgot to do it. Everything is on the checklist. All you have to do is just check it and then move on to the next step. And if the next step does not apply, you just move on. Or if the next step is slightly different in your MLS, tweak it. That's it. This is the reason why I've done 85 transactions in two and a half years. And the reason the agents that have joined me are capping, getting 100% commission pretty much is what I'm saying, making money. (laughs) I don't want to get too in the weeds with EXP stuff, but they're making money. And it's because of these checklists. And of course, 
all everyone needs the drive, right? In order to succeed in anything, you need to show up. That's the biggest thing. I pretty much have, I think, 50 steps under just the phone call. That first phone call co comes in, or maybe it's the Zoom call, or maybe it's a YouTube uh, message. Like, what exactly do you do? If this, then that. And you take them down the list. I even have some scripts in here, but I have scripts somewhere else that I give for my downline. I have some scripts in here, not a lot. The documents needed to submit an offer. This is still on the buyer side. What do you do once you're under escrow? And there's a good like 70, yeah, maybe 60 steps there. During the due diligence period, there's a whole before closing checklist. And this comes with the canned emails as well. So that way every single time you're moving your clients, buyer clients, seller clients from one phase to the next. So from going live to being under contract, there is an email that's sent out with all the details and it has an already pre-made video that I have made for them saying, congratulations, we're under contract. This is what to expect now. And this is what you should expect later. Always give them the, hey, this is what's happening now, but this is also what you can expect later because that's always going to be their question. Answer their questions before they even have it. Answer their questions before they even realize that they should have asked that as a question. And therefore, it saves you so much time because any single time that you have a question that is already answered in your email that you put time and effort to, you can guide them back to that email. A lot of people think that this is impersonal. I don't, and I've only ever heard good things from my clients. And those are the only people that I care about is, hey, did my clients like that? And they do. They like that everything is condensed. It's six emails that they get for the entire process. It's because it's bulky enough. They are beefy emails with attachments and everything. So that way it covers the analytical person. Not everyone's analytical. Not everyone wants to dive in, but in case you are, it's there for you. It's not mandatory for you to watch them, but it answers all of your questions. And if there are any specific questions related to you and your transaction, absolutely give me a call. Like we are working together. It covers every single thing. Who to contact for the photographer. Of course, it's going to be different for your uh, local market. Although if you need a photographer in Tucson, let me know. I have two really good ones. And everything, when to order the closing gift, when to send out what email, how to tell your TC exactly how to upload the documents. Because by the way, I don't do any paperwork. That is, It is not the highest and best use of your time as an agent. And how to follow up at the very end, how to get the, how to get multiple reviews, how to use that one listing, how to use that one buyer client to be able to get more buyer clients. And that's exactly our social media play. So a lot of plays within these checklists alone. And again, whether or not you're even a real estate agent, starting checklists takes up so much time. Trust me, I know <laughs> it takes up so, so much time, but every single time that you input something into the checklist, it makes it that much more evergreen. And actually, while I'm on the topic of evergreen, you're always going to be editing a checklist. It's never going to be final because as forms change as an investor or as an agent, that forms change. So there might not be a certain form in the future. There might be a, an additional form that you need to have. And so there's always going to be some tweaks. Never think that your checklist is always is done. I originally thought that in the beginning when I first got licensed, I was like, man, I keep adding to this. Like you would think that I'm done right now. Over time, I realized this checklist is never going to be done. It's always going to be tweaking. Now, if you're to schedule a call with me, I'm giving it to you as is. Of course, it's changing probably every two weeks. I'm adding stuff or tweaking stuff for a more optimal closing rate. <laughs> and But yeah, I'm more than happy to help. If you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram 
Allie the agent, or if you don't have Instagram for some reason, if that's not your thing, I'll leave my phone number. It's one word and just text the word checklist because it's automatic. Checklist to the number 520-341-2552. I hope this was beneficial. I tried to get not too much in the weeds, but also give you an overview of how like how important checklists are. Once you've added that extra step, you no longer need to think about that again. Like It's just in the checklist. As much as you can take out of your brain and put digital, not pen and paper, not ink, put digital so it's evergreen there, you're going to be saving yourself so much more time over time. So again, text the word checklist 520-341-2552. I'm more than happy to help you out and I hope you all have a great day. That's it for this episode of Investify. We hope that these nuggets of real estate wisdom lead to more savvy financial planning and a clearer path towards financial freedom. For more content like this, subscribe to the show at investify.com. Don't forget to leave a rating and share it with your friends. Together, we can transform more real estate newbies into successful and clever investors. Thank you so much for listening. See you on the next one.